Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing as good as a person can do after a full work week coming back from a one-day weekend. Yeah, that sucks. It's not great. That's awful. The first couple of days involve 6 a.m. starts, and I'll tell you what, I don't remember the last time I saw, like, 5 in the morning... That wasn't from me staying up from beforehand. Not just that, like, yeah. not just waking up at five AM and being like, "Time to start my day." Yeah, no, no, that's I that's, don't, I don't rate that at all. That's unruly. That's <laughs> I went horrific. to bed at night and woke up and it was still night. I'm like, I hate that's this. That's the worst. Yeah, I hate, where is my sunrise at least? <laughs> it's like it's like when you're in the middle of winter when like you go to work in the morning and it's dark and you come out and yeah. it's dark. And you're, you're like, like oh. fucking just miss the day. Yep. Just miss it. Daylight so, savings is around the corner, though. We're yeah. getting real close. And also, apologies if you're listening to a country like, I don't know, like, where is it? Like, Iceland and stuff <laughs> yeah, where it's it is like, like two hours of sunlight a day or something. <laughs> it's like, what do, you, what, what do you mean sunlight? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> us talking on our very, like, I don't know, first world problem, <laughs> second world problem issue. All I'm saying is it was early and, like... Yeah, that sucks. It was only two days of a week, but it's amazing, like... That's how I know that I'm old, you know? Yeah. Like, for the rest of the week, I was like, it got to about 9, 10 o'clock at night, and my body's like, time to go to bed. I'm like, no, no. we don't have to anymore. Yep. It was two days. Yep. And then go to bed, and then body's just like, 5 a.m., time to wake up. I'm like, no, it no. was two da- It was two days. So I go have- back to sleep. Go back <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> it's like, my roster at the moment is like, one day, 9 a.m. start, the next day, 10.30 start. One day, 9 a.m. start, the next day. So I'm like... Who needs yeah. consistency? I, like, I mean, I mean, technically it is consistent. I guess. And I guess that's fine. But, like, but yeah, it's like I finish on those, like, ones where I started at nine, finish at five, and I get home, and I'm like, ah, cool, time to stay up and play with it. And it's like 11.30, and I'm like, my eyes are literally <laughs> falling out of my head. And I'm going, I can't do this. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah, a much less horrible version of... This This excessive level of tiredness will come up in the quest log as to why I haven't played more of a game I want to really play. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what else apart from... I haven't had horrible, time yeah, to do no, anything, Joel. Yeah, I know, I sort of knew the answer <laughs> yeah, I was saying like, it, but... Again, I'll touch on it in the quest log. There's a game I really want to play, but every time this week I'm like sitting down to play it, it's just like... No, I can't. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to Fiat Rhythm. Yep, that's fair. Sometimes you just need a comfy blanket, and that's... Yeah, that's you just need that. Hopefully next weekend. Um, next week, not weekend. Let's, let's get through the week first. Yeah. Oh, God. It all just blends together now. I don't... Yeah. It just, yeah. It's all the same. Um, Great. But yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really done much. I went and saw Barbie for a second time. Nice. It was fucking great the second time. Like... Really good. It's, it's a great movie. It's just very good. Crossed, uh, crossed a billion? It did, yes. Awesome. First female director as well to ever make a billion dollar bil- uh, movie, which is really good, but also... Like it shouldn't have taken this it, long. Yeah, exactly. Like... Yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it. Um, yeah, but so, yeah, congrats to Greta Gerwig for that. But I will have you know that uh, when I got home, I was sitting on the couch after I'd been out that night seeing it for a second time, I may have stumbled upon eBay and found a knockoff version of uh, the I Am Knuff hoodie um, and it may be in the mail. So <laughs> probably the next time you see me, I'll have that beautiful, beautiful hoodie because um, I am Knuff, Karen. Um, I, look, I know you are. You, you don't have to convince me. <laughs> it's, yeah. I started, I was like, oh, I got to do it. It was like, it, 
to be fair, it was like $25. Like, it wasn't like the 110 it was going to cost to get the, the actual licensed one from Mattel and to get it shipped to Australia. So I was like, it's like 25 bucks. If it falls apart after a week, at least I can get some photos in it. And that'd be good. Like that's that's a that's, that's all a, that matters. That's a new social media profile picture. There, right? <laughs> that's fine. There we go. Sure. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I've played a little bit of things. Not much, but um, we will touch on that very soon. But yeah, I did finish watching. I think you can leave. And I think we talked about that. Uh, I think you should leave. Sorry. Yeah, I was say because are you saying I should leave, Joel? Yeah, yeah. This I is my house. I, I think you can leave. I've got this from here. Just let me take it. All right. Um, um, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I finished watching. I sort of like started watching it one night, and then before I knew it, I'd watched it all. Um, and yeah, I don't know what how my brain is still functioning after all that, but uh, no, I had a good time. It's a good show. I think you should leave by Tim uh, uh, by Tim Robinson or with Tim Robinson. Netflix showed it to me in really weird order. Like mm. they started me on the most recent season when I first booted instead of like the first season. That's so annoying. I think I have to go back at some point. But like every time you watch an episode of that show, it just looks like it feels like you're looking into the future of memes because mm-hmm. he's basically most like a majority of the video memes I see is I think you should leave. And yep. it's just like, oh, that's what that's from. Yep. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah, yeah. This this weird white dude just saying, "You sure about that?" It's mostly just him yelling. Yeah, yeah, or screaming. Yeah, which is most sketch comedy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just leans into it. It's great. Um, Unhinged. Yeah, but apart from that, there was a a new season of Only Murders in the Building that started this week, and that's a show I really enjoy. Um, It's it's one of the few shows that my wife and I actually watch together. And, like, we'll make an effort to watch together. So, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but Paul Rudd's in this one. I have I mean, no shortage of things I'm supposed to be watching. Yeah. Like, I've got I've still got to watch whatever new episodes have come out of what we've done in the shadows. We're weeks away from Always Sunny. I haven't watched New Futurama yet. I haven't mm. watched Guardians yet, even though it's on Disney Plus now. It's just, like, I'm really... I'm terrible for watching stuff. <laughs> so, I, that's that's my story. Yeah, fair enough. I did watch a little bit of uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish as well, because I remember people just got raving about I hear it's amazing. Um, Honestly, most of my time on the internet has been spent being incredibly, not angry, I guess jealous of everyone who's been able to go and see TMNT. It makes me so unhappy because I want to watch it, but we have to wait till the school holidays. Yeah, I know. It's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, I'm so ready to see that movie. I think I've had something spoiled from it too. I've had a reference spoiled from it. Yeah. I, well, there's that. There's and like there's, a, there's, there's an Attack on Titan reference. I was like, oh, yes. damn it. Yeah. And there's another I'm one still really well. excited to hear it. Yeah. It's maybe love a certain cat. That made me go, well, I have no shame in knowing that they're my favorite turtle now. So it's fine. Um, but I yeah, just want to watch it. I really want to see it. It's like, what, September 6th mm-hmm. or something yeah, it's like for another us? month or so. Oh. Under a month, but... Fuck. Yeah. It's fine. I, I guess Ast- I'll just wait. I think Asteroid City came out this week, though. Finally yeah. for us. I'm like... Yeah, I think Jesse was trying to see it tonight. Oh, was he? Damn. I really want to go see that. I honestly do not, so I hope you enjoy it. I fucking love Wes Anderson. <laughs> like, tap that shit to my face. I still haven't watched his last one, but like, I want to make it... Oh, do so you love Wes, As- Wes Anderson, but you haven't seen his most recent one? Um, well, Do you truly love Wes Anderson movies, uh, then? Yeah, I... I I guess out of the two of us, yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I guess you can wear that crown. I can't even remember what the last one was called. <laughs> Fuck. Well, well, uh, the well. French, uh, the, uh, the French Limited. 
it was about a newspaper. He, here's the kicker: like I have no reason to not believe you, French so you Express, could just you could just yeah. lie to me, and I'm just gonna go, yeah, sure, yeah, that sounds that, about right, uh, yeah. I, oh, fucking, I can't, I'm, I'm blanking on all these films and movies now. Oh, I love Wes Anderson. I can't think of these movies' names. Um, the, he made the Fantastic the, Mr. Fox, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah that that's, I've good. seen that one. That was um, good. Grand Budapest Hotel is what I'm thinking of, and that's very good. That movie is excellent. Just ever since someone pointed out these movies look like AI, like AI look like Wes Anderson stuff, it's just, it's kind of sh- shattered my mind a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have that stupid thing where it looks like it's all no. been like scrawled in this fucking notebook of a teenager as well. Um, I'm looking at you, Secret Invasion credit sequence. Um, Talking Jesus. of shows that I haven't watched and probably won't. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, well, I think it's about time we talked about some video games, though, Kyron. I guess we are a video game, video game podcast, it's not a TV we, show podcast. Yeah, it's kind of what we do around here. So, without further ado, it's time to check in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. The quest log is our what we've been playing segment of the show, where we uh, bring to the table what we've been uh, playing, dabbling in, enjoying over the last week, and uh, talk about it in uh, in whatever detail we deem worthy uh, or seems appropriate. So we've got a, a couple of little things just to touch on here and there. And one thing that I've started and I'm planning to finish because I've heard it's not very long anyway. Um, but yeah, we have like a, like a quick fire round of some things. Do you, you want to bring yeah. up the game that you were well, referencing? Yes, yeah, I said in the intro, um, obviously this week, this past week saw the release of Baldur's Gate 3. A game that I have had since early access because I checked back through episodes. Mm-hmm. Like we, I definitely talked about it, so that's why I'm not going to talk about it much yet. Because as I mentioned, I have been so exhausted all week that I haven't been able to sit down and really give this game my proper attention. So I think I put maybe eight hours in, but I'm still doing content I recognize from early access, mm-hmm. which doesn't speak badly of the game. In fact, I think it speaks greatly of the early access period where yeah. how much of it you could do. Uh, so I am starting to get closer to the stuff I don't re- remember, but um, I, I mean, I've done a couple of things I didn't do in early access, but I can already just say the game is fucking amazing. Yeah. But um, I will hold off until I've played a bit more to talk about specifics, but all, the, the, the really the pitch of the game is like, hey, if you like D&D, but you can't, you can't get a game going, or maybe you're in between games, mm-hmm. you'd probably fucking love this game because it's sick. <laughs> and that's the thing, like... Because, like, I, I'd sort of talked myself out of it. I was like, oh, I might play it. And then I was like, this last week, I was seeing people, like, talk about it. And I'm like, oh, look, though, I bounced off pre- I, like, Divinity Original Sin pretty quickly. And not because it was a bad game. I just sort of d- didn't click with me. Maybe it wasn't what I was looking for at the time. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I, you know, maybe I won't get Baldur's Gate 3. It's fine. And then, like, I, I, I came around here to record tonight. I just hearing you and your housemate Brenda talking about it. And I was just like... Fuck! It is. It's just fucking. It's just D and D. It's D and D that I can play by myself, but I can also play with friends because it can do a four player like multiplayer, like a four person co op campaign oh. with like custom built characters. See, and that's why I'm like, fuck. Okay, maybe I do need to to, to dive in on this one. You got um, like it comes out on PlayStation in about a month, so you've got time to think about it. Because yeah. I mean, I have it on PC, but that's probably going to be for my solo stuff. Um. I want to sort of run a multiplayer game on PlayStation because I just want to sink into my couch and just yeah. and just have a good time. If I had my PC set up in like an office space that wasn't a 
deck chair. Like, like let's face it, it's just a, it's a deck chair that I'm sitting in at the moment. Um, in my in my office. Um, yeah, I I probably would be more inclined to maybe dive in on PC again for the solo stuff because I feel like it's it's definitely more home on the PC as well. But. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing with this game, and that's why it is. I guess one thing I guess you could say about it is you kind of you have to pick or have a lot of time because obviously running the four player campaign will be great, mm-hmm. but this game has, and if it's anything like Divinity Two, I haven't tried the co op stuff yet, but in Divinity Two, like all of the built like the characters don't really play a part in your custom games. Okay. So I'm assuming in this one as well, if if I do a four player custom game. I don't have access to the party members, which sucks because they are amazing. Right. Yeah. So it's why it's tricky. Like you kind of got to, that's why I'm like, well, I don't mind playing a bunch solo now because I'm not going to, probably not going to meet half these characters when I'm playing with friends. So if anything, it's like a, you'll probably play this game twice and apparently it's massive. So (laughs) settle in money's money value. Not a problem. I I was, I was listening on the, on the way over here tonight to um, the besties podcast. I know I keep bringing them up on here, but if you've never listened to the besties, they're, they're it's a fucking great podcast. Um, so uh, Chris and Russ from from Polygon, and then I guess ex Polygon, but also like podcast superstars Justin McElroy and Griffin McElroy. Um, yeah, they, they, this week's episode is about Baldur's Gate three, and uh, Griffin was saying that like he's like interacting with some of the characters. He's like, Oh man, I'm not going to spend time with you this time around, but like, Oh, my next playthrough, I'm going to have a character like this. And he's like, I'm already thinking about rolling a second character in this game that I've spent 30 hours in the yeah. first act of already yeah. and has seen nowhere near getting close to the end of it. Like it's pretty wild. It's insane. And like I said, like the game, like obviously full price, but I don't know. With the, the potential for replays and just like even like a single playthrough of the amount of stuff you can squeeze out of it from all the, the, the glimpses I've had of like different ways things can go, just like obviously such an easy sell. If you if you if you like D and D and have access to a like a PS5 or a PC that can run it, you should probably pick it up. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what I'm like. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna have to dive in on this one. Um because yeah, if, if I'm being completely honest, I did go back to uh, sixteen last week. And it hasn't, it hasn't made me want to go back. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I enjoy it when I play it, but it's not giving me that like, fuck. I need to get home. I can't wait for tonight. I'm gonna sit down and play some. How far into the story are you? That's the thing. Like I, what was the last thing I just did? Because there is a point where it definitely picks up a lot. I did the, the fight with Benedicta. That was where I left off. Okay. All right. And I. But the thing was, I'd spoiled myself on that because oh, that was okay. the second part of the demo. You know how there's oh, that extra part? It? That castle and that fight. God, was... I'm so glad I didn't yeah. do that part of a demo. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably for the best. Wow. Um, it was, and yeah. It's, it's a cool fight, but yeah, I, I, cool. I can imagine it not shining as much if you've already done it. <laughs> it was, it was still really cool. Uh, but see, the thing was in the demo, they gave you access All the to tool. three, three other, oh, they Two other oh, yeah, so, icon abilities. So who who was it? Do you have like I'm guessing it you was... had um, Garuda and Titan? Yes, yes, okay. it was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've gotten just past there, and I'm just leaving. Um, Kane, is it? No. Okay, bless the the castle that you're at, where you fight Benedicta. Oh, I don't remember. See, this is this is where my problem like, with sixteen happens. Like, 
I don't remember any of the castle's names because I never get like, to spend any yeah. real time there. It was like Kane or something like that. So, Ka- sure. Ka- yeah, I, so to see. Sure. I believe you, Joel, because um, like I love like 16 is a game, but I think it's going to be super interesting. Like when some more of us have finished it, sort of try to break it down. Because mm. the more I thought, moved away from it, the less I sort of think about it. And that's not to say it's bad, but. I mean, I'm in the middle. It hasn't of, stuck with me. I'm like a few hours, like, oh, like, you know, what? Five, six hours in. And I'm like, okay. Like, fair, like, things will pick up a bit for you. Like, they yeah, will. You're coming, like, you've exited sort of, like, the intro area. And honestly, like, again, I guess because you've, you've seen it once. Like, when I first did that Garuda fight, that was sweet. Yeah. And all the stuff that happens with Sid was great. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm digging this. But yeah. um, I can imagine it not not sticking as well if you've, if you've already seen a lot of that content. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, the voice actor for Sid's so good. He's sick. And I'm just like, he's in- uh, he's in Diablo 4. He's in Diablo he? 4, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I thought he was in Baldur's Bull- Gate 3. I, was, I, I got my no. wires crossed. No, he's not He's not in BG3. <laughs> Fucking Larian, come on, man. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. Um, cool. So, I mean, stay tuned for future um, yeah. reports on, on Baldur's Gate 3, because I'm sure we'll yes, be I, I'm going to try to get sing some more time into it this week, but otherwise, like, yeah, in like a month when it comes to PlayStation, mm. I imagine I'm going to be playing a shit ton of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I think I'm back on the. Who knows what might happen in the next month? But yeah, at the moment, I'm probably gonna get it. I don't know if like PlayStation cards go on sale, like eShop cards do. Just keep an eye out, maybe. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I don't think they do though. Yeah, I feel like I never hear Nintendo's about it. Nintendo's the only one that really do it, and it's, it's always a big deal when they do it. Um, but yeah, um, I tinkered around with uh, Mortal Kombat 11 story mode. I just had a hankering i was like going through the plus library so i was actually looking for stuff for, for like i was going through the griffin because it's probably good as time as any griffin's been playing a lot of yeah. games at the moment yeah. hang on no I, yeah go over with griffin oh we'll play some mortal Kombat 11 griffin yeah, yeah. okay no i was going through <laughs> looking for games and tag like him like showing him like what he was interested in this is a fatality um yeah yeah cool. that's what inside a person looks like that's that man's spine <laughs> yeah, um, he ripped it out mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I was like looking through uh, all the games on there, and I was like, "Mortal Kombat 11's on there." And I'm like, "Oh, that's the, that's the last one that, that that's the one that sort of reset everything." And I know, I well, like, the, oh. the DLC is where the reset sort of happens. Yeah. but it is the most recent Mortal Kombat story. But the DLC is like eleven dollars. Yeah, with with uh, if you've got a plus subscription and you're already in the game through your plus subscription, I'm like, well, maybe if I, I play to it, I just watched Maximilian do play. Well, it was it was good. That's fair. Um. I tell you what, yeah, it fucking slaps. Like, yeah, it made great. me care about characters that I had no affinity for, really. Harp like two thirds of the way through a story that's been going, and I had no idea what was going on. Um, that opening—I mean, spoilers for the opening—like fifteen minutes of it. I suppose. It's been years. Yeah, and also it's been years. anyone who cares about Mortal Kombat is already getting ready for the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that opening like uh, scene and like going to the Netherworld and like fighting Lee Kang and um and Melina and then like Lee Kang blowing the roof and like crushing Sonya Blade and Cassie's there trying to get her out. Just that's and then when they come back from the Nether Realm to Earth Realm and Johnny Cage's there he's like, Oh you guys took your time. Well what's going on? And then like sees Cassie and sees a look on her face and he's immediately knows what's going on. And it's just it's like wow, okay, I I'm in I'm in on this now. I'm invested. Like Within like 
half an hour. And it is just, like you said, you watch someone else play it, you get the whole thing. It is. But, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie with, like, finding sequences that your enjoyment will vary and how much you enjoy Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, like, it's not that I hate it, but out of all the fighting games I play, I just don't enjoy it as much as stuff like Street Fighter or Arxis fighting mm. systems. Um it's fine. It's just not for me. But a story, a story mode, I can fully appreciate. Like I said, I watched Maximilian Do play it, and it was it was great. I I must admit, like tooling around with the uh, the the tutorial stuff in it, because again, it's one of the games that has like pre in depth tutorials that get really into the weeds with terminology and and sort of getting you up to speed with what you should know, depending on how how much you want to put into it, basically. Um, and there's a lot of stuff there, and I was like, this is actually pretty cool, and things started making a bit more sense to me as well, which is I mean, great. it's essential for fighting games these days yep. to sort of be, to have, because, like, it's the biggest barrier to them being a success. Mm-hmm. That's yep. why, like, Street Fighter Six has, like, the classic and modern controls for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Like, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It feels good to play. Um but yeah, I, I just sort of tinker around with it one uh, over a night, and I was like, "This is kind of fun." Um, I, but I did mention I was playing games with my with my son, um, like Mortal Kombat Eleven. Yeah, yeah we Mortal know. Move on, Joel. We get it. Uh, no, his favorite <laughs> at the moment is Astrobot's Playroom. He loves Astrobot right now. Big Astrobot fan, um, and he, it's been really cool to see him get better with controls. He's starting to pick up things, and every time he plays it, he's starting to do things a bit better a bit more competently and putting it all together. Um, his hands are still too small for the, the DualShock, which are the DualSense, which is a shame. Um, so he uses it like like Crab Claws, the, the joystick, and uses it like a joystick. Which has got to be tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, he makes it work. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's when it gets to like the motion control stuff and the, the, the triggers, that's yeah. when he starts to uh, struggle a little bit. But Every time I think about how good Astrobot's Playroom is, I get scared. For a Sobi, I'm like, Sony, you yeah. have a you have a habit yep. of killing very good studios. Yeah. And I know that this game did well. So and I know they were staffing up recently and all that stuff, but I just because of Sony's decision making, I'm always worried for a Sobi. I would be very surprised if there wasn't another Astrobot in oh, the works. Almost certainly and will be. I, I feel like it's gonna be a VR non VR crossover game. So it'll be a game that you can play in VR because it certainly won't be a VR game because that shit's dead in the water already well I mean yeah it won't be but like I mean Astroport's roots are in VR the first one was in in VR so it's I I can see them being like because I'm pretty sure like not to mention Squanch Games because or Squanch Tendo or whatever it is because Justin Roiland but um but I'm pretty sure Trover Saves the Universe was released you could play in both yeah I think it did come out eventually and uh, and there are jokes and things that occur or like puzzles and stuff but i feel like it'd be a game that'll be i think i think astrobot is after playroom is like graduated to maybe full proper you know flagship game release mm-hmm. not not vr absolutely no i i 100 agree <laughs> I, I think i think sony wants astrobot's games to be a success I, and they so they should like astrobot has the potential to be sony's new mascot like uh, really if you think about it it's you don't even have to think about it. You have to play Astro's Playroom, and it's just like Astrobot's Playroom, and see that like Sony put so much love into that as, as a big commercial for Sony. Um, why not make it the make make Astrobot the the mascot for the company? And and I mean, Sackboy's had its time. 
Sackboy was never going to stick. Nah. Nah. I mean, like, Sackboy, I've played a little bit of um, Sackboy A Big Adventure, and that's a really good game, too. Like, a really good platformer. Um, yeah, because they finally ditched all the stuff about Little Bit Planet. Yeah. Um, actually, that was a game that, another game that I was going to bring up. Uh, I completely forgot. I'll bring up very briefly as well, but um, Dreams is on uh, the it's Plus a, catalog a, at the moment. Yeah, it's a Plus game this month. It's a Plus game this month. Um, and sort of, I guess, to celebrate that, Media Molecule released a game within their game um, called Tren. And I'd, I'd never heard of this game until, like, Thursday last week. And I watched that kind of funny games daily, and they blessing brought it up. And I was like, oh, okay. And they showed, like, a clip of it. I'm like, hey, this looks pretty good. So I decided to download Dreams and then go through the tutorial of Dreams and then get into Tren. Um which is pretty easy to do, to be fair. Um, it's like on the front of the the, the Dream Surfing splash page. It well, I mean, like right considering there. that support for Dreams has ended, it sort of makes sense that it would be front and center. Yeah, and it's it's basically a new media molecule game that they made in in Dreams. Um, and the whole premise is that it's like a little train track. So it's like it's like you know those wooden train sets you get from IKEA and stuff. It's that. It's like a trend. It's that's that's the you know, quote-unquote brand name of the the tracks and the stuff that, they, that this uh, is, is implying. There's, like, an underlying story of growing up and how the importance of play and things like that that runs through it. But at its base level, it's a fucking good puzzle game. Like, it's a really fun, like, puzzle racing game in some points, like, because you've got to try and figure out how to get through levels. Um to get, like, more gold medals so you can unlock more levels. Um, like, the hub world is just basically... The first part is in an attic somewhere, and it's just someone set up the trains throughout their attic. And, and you sort of go around, and there's, like, different levels that you go into from there. Um, if you have PlayStation Plus, like, there's no barrier of entry at the moment. You've just, you've just got to get Dreams, and it's in there. So if it sounds like something that is appealing, I highly recommend it. It's super chill as well. The soundtrack's really lovely, and I've been playing it with Griffin as well, like, and watching him pick it up, because it's pretty simple controls, it's just the, the L and R triggers to go forward and backwards, and then you've got your thumbstick to change tracks, so there's, like, little switches that you can change directions of tracks that you need to sort of, like, get around to certain parts and activate a switch and then go back and go around where, open the gate and, and do that kind of thing, and it also activates, like, bridges and lifts and things. Um... It's like super simple and watching him sort of start to understand that and figure out how to get through levels and like he'd watch me do it one day and he'd go, I want to have a turn. It's like, all right, cool. Give it to him. And then he'd be like, all right, yep. All right. Remember, we're going to switch the tracks. Um, It's been really wonderful. And it was just, it was a really nice game to do that with as well. Because like, we're just like playing with little toy tracks. And I think that there is a level editor in there as well. So you can make your own. I mean, even... Can you, oh, maybe, I wasn't sure if you could, like, download things from Dreams and then edit them anyway, so I don't know, maybe. I wonder if, Ignore yeah, me, I haven't played Dreams and I probably never will. I haven't been into, like, the dream shaping side of things, um, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was, like, a, that's where you do it. It's, like, in here, it's, like, you can do this and then upload it and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, definitely worth checking out Trent. But the main game I wanted to talk about this week uh, is the release this week. As of today, like it came out yesterday. Barely 24 hours ago. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, 
Summerfall Studios. Summerfall Games? Or Studios? I can't remember now. That's a really good start to this segment. Um, Summerfall Studios. Studios. Um, but they're, they're, so they're Summerfall Studios, but their go. Twitter tag is Games. So right, cool. the well, confusion is fair. I was right both ways. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Summerfall Studios, uh, headed by David Gator, have released their long-time coming project, Stray Gods, a role-playing musical, um, which is basically, what if Telltale Narrative Adventure, but it has songs that you can shape basically throughout it. Um, and it's got like a just a stellar cast. It's got like behind the scenes. You look at the people that are involved in it. It's fucking bananas. It's insane. Um, the artwork's beautiful. It, it's it's really good. So I, I sat down with it last night because I, ba- I actually backed it on Fig when it got announced. I was like, that sounds like 100% my shit. Um, so I backed it. So I've been following along it's, in, in its like development cycle. And now it's out and I got my code for it. Uh, and so I played about an hour and a half last night of Act 1. And it's really good. Like, it's really good. This game... I'm really excited to play it. Literally, the only reason I haven't picked it up yet is because I know I probably won't get a chance to play it properly until next week. It's fair. But I am keen to play this game. Yep. I'm so desperately keen. It's funny. like We were talking before about like Baldur's Gate 3 and just being like, oh, for my second playthrough, and obviously this isn't like a 150-hour RPG. No, a second playthrough for this is sounding much more reasonable. Yeah, it, absolutely. But I, I am already doing that as well, where I'm like, oh, next time around, I'm going to like, I'm going to try and romance that person, or like, oh, I want to have more conversations with that I, person. What I love about this game, obviously besides everything, is, um, and I knew they would do it, and I didn't know they would do it, but I was like, surely this is what they'll do. Is having four different soundtracks is yes. just rad. It's so good. I hit a point last night where I'd been choosing a particular sort of, I guess, genre of music um, for my responses during a particular song. And then I picked a different one because I was like, I felt in my head canon of where my narrative was going, I was like, that makes sense for the character to say that right now. So I did that and I could hear, because basically the way it works is it has the countdown timer. But that's obviously like, imagine like a karaoke, you know, when you've got like an instrumental in a yeah. karaoke and it counts down. That's basically that. So you've got your time to decide where this song's going to go from here. And is, is there an option to like make it, you can pause or like something? I think you can turn the timers off as well. Yeah. Because I feel like I saw some stuff like, because like, I can imagine not everyone wants to have that countdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like. There is an option in there for. It yeah. could, I'm, I'm immune to it now, but I know back in my days of playing Telltale games, just, just like watching that bar tick down, you're just like, oh, no, geez, what am I going to pick? Oh, God. That one now. Go. Um, oh, no, I should have picked the other one. Fuck. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I could hear, like it gave like about like a four bar piece of music that sort of morphed from one to the other style of music. And then the song continued from there. And I was like, oh, I can hear how that song would continue in like the original uh, genre that I was sort of playing around in. And now it's gone to this new so place. That's what's wild to me about this game and why I'm so keen to play it and try it is just to see how all of that works because making a, like doing a musical is one thing, right? But like mm-hmm. making it interactive and letting the player shape the directions the songs are going to go. Like I consider it being a risky gambit. Like even in the demo, I definitely felt moments where I was like, I don't know if I really liked the flow of that but it's the you know that's the risk like yeah 
And it's, again, I, I was not, I'm not judging it based on a demo anyway, because I'm going to buy this game. But yeah, I'm just curious to see how the, how the rest of the game plays and how you can shape those songs and what sort of options you have and meet these other characters. And mm. yeah, just, just really want to play it. But I just don't... Again, I could barely play Bottles Get 3 this week, so no way I was going to have time for Stray Guards. So next yeah. week, hopefully. It's, yeah. And I, I, from what I could tell, it's going to, I think it's going to be about maybe four hours long. That's, I, I four think or I, five, I'd say. I think that's about what I was hearing. So. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's a pretty solid length. Um, yeah. And I, 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 uh, I mean, the two things that stand out the most, three things I'd say, um, the music is phenomenal. The performances are insanely good like you've got laura bailey as grace that you're you're like player character basically that you're you're following through this story and who you're in control of her decisions um then you've got like uh I've, my mind is just flooded with people like felicia day is in there it's an insane like, cast it's troy so baker good. troy baker Ashley, um, Ashley Johnson's in it. She, she has a she. I, I, I think she's like a cameo in there. Okay. Raul Coley's got a yeah, character Raul in Coley, there. Yeah. Uh, Erica Ishii, like it's like so good. Um, and then like the writing just backs it up as well. There's been some uh, moments that have made me giggle as well. Um, I will say this too, like Troy Baker. When I've heard him sing before, but I haven't heard him sing. Like if that makes sense. Like usually when I hear him sing, it's quite in quite a lower register. Mainly because it's usually when he's singing is Joel, uh, and yeah. that's my touchstone for, for for his singing. I know he's done more than that. Yeah, because like I said, I think I've seen him singing different stuff. Mm. So I yeah yeah I just I know he's got a good set of pipes. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, he like he comes out the gate with some pretty high register shit, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. Um, and just hearing him sing up against uh, Laura Bailey as well is just God. She busts out like a semi-operatic solo at one point, which is not really a spoiler for you because it's in the demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but Jesus, like, God, that woman is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then also like the the art is great because it's sort of like a like a motion comic. And here's the thing: I'm not usually a massive fan of those that direction, but I don't know for some reason for this game, I don't mind. Mm. Maybe it's because it, I'm into everything else, so it's just like. A part of it, so I look and I can easily look past it. But yeah, normally I'm not super into that. Yeah, it's yeah. It, 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 I would probably say I'm the same. Um, but there is enough animation in there in certain parts as well, yeah. which sort of makes it feel really good. Um, the story as well is really interesting. I'm curious to see where it's going and where it's going to end up and how much choice makes an impact with, with these games. I think it's always been the thing where it's like no. It, it's the illusion of choice and i think i'm okay with that now especially with this one because it's doing something else that's so wildly different yeah um with its the way that it's presenting that story so yeah if it gets like if it if it's going to shoehorn and funnel into the same end point that's fine it's probably about the journey getting there anyway well i think yeah i think for this one especially it is because Mm. it's going to be about again the songs that you make and stuff along the way so and obviously as i've gotten older and played more games I, you have to just you have to realize at a certain point there is only a finite amount of endings a company can make. Absolutely, yeah. Um, especially like some of our studios are a small studio, mm-hmm. so absolutely. Yeah, like I, I'm absolutely along for the ride at this stage. Mm. I think too, if if you have too many endings, then you sort of diminish the quality of those endings. Yeah, like you can. Yeah, yeah. I, it's yeah. It's yeah. Ins- I I 
again, I, I've come a long way from when I was like one of the many people shouting about Mass Effect 3 to being like, yeah, no, it's honestly, it's amazing that game even ended like it did with all the different stuff you can change yeah. across three games. Yeah. Like 120 hours of game time. It's pretty And Bioware's just like, we're going to finish this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck are we going to do that? I think looking back, they did the best that they could yeah. with what like, they had done. So it's... I do like I do have problems with press, bu- press button get ending. But overall, it is a miracle that the trilogy... Because going back through them when they got remastered, I was like, you know what? I don't like the ending, but like 95% of it... Some of the best things in video games. So, yeah, like Mass Effect Three in particular. Like the journey of that game is every other is pa- the best every part other of it. Like, payoff except for the final payoff. Yeah, yeah, is which is fine. So good. It's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's what I came to appreciate. Exactly. Having, having gone back, I was like, you know what? I've, I've been really mean to Mass Effect Three in the past. The game, the game's good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, that's character development. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, there's just oh, man. There's some songs already that I'm just, like, already stuck in my head. The one that's in the trailer that's, like, mm. it was in the demo as well um, is very, very good. Um, and I constantly keep humming that to myself. And it's it's just... it's a, I'm really excited to keep playing this game. And I'm so happy that it's out um, and that people are sem- somewhat enjoying it. So I get... I guess I get why they can't. But I, I get... Uh, it'd be cool if somehow we could, like, remember... It probably is way too much work. If it could remember the choices you made and sort of like made your recording at the end with the oh, music. I had like your version of the yeah. soundtrack. Man, that'd be so cool. Yeah. But Again, yeah. it's a, probably a lot of work, but it's just, I don't know. It's just like, man, that would be cool. I think, I think, yeah, they've made like a, a playable proof of concept. Yeah. And a very high quality one at that. And I, I, I know that could probably seem as like a bit of a, a um like a derogatory. This is, their, this is their first game. But like, this is their first game. And they're doing something that's, not really been done. Um, like taking that sort of yeah that telltale narrative formula, and then why not make it a musical yeah. that you and have also, control over? Overwhelming levels of of home country pride. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like featuring some talents from uh, Montaigne and the boys from Tripod working together with Austin Wintry. Um, and I guess we can can we claim David Gator now? He lives in Melbourne. He Isn't does. He, yeah, he's in Melbourne. He's ours now. Yeah, he's uh, ours. Cool. He's and ours. David Gator. I actually <laughs> I actually think he like buys into that as well i think i've seen him talk about it before um yeah so he's just like yeah i'm full i'm fully australian now essentially um yeah so uh yeah very very good i'm sure we'll talk about it again once i'm gonna play it i'm absolutely Um, gonna play it we've we finished we might do a spoiler cast on it fuck yeah i would love to again i'm gonna play it i've got a lot on my plate yeah (laughs) i've got got this i've got boulders gate and we're now probably two or three weeks away from sea of stars but i'm gonna play it and then after Sea of Stars is like the console of Gate. But I'm going to find time for Stray Gods. And then after that, it's like a couple, a few more, like a month until Spider-Man, isn't like it? It's a, after after Baldur's Gate on console, it's a month and a half until Spider-Man and Mario Brothers oh, on the same day. That's right. And between, between Baldur's Gate and that, there's a little thing called Pax Australia. Yeah, that too, which we have we have accommodation for now. We do. We've got we've, we've got beds to sleep in. Fucking did it uh, this week. We did the damn thing. So yeah, we will definitely be there. So come and see us there. Um, yeah, and I, and I was already like, I was like, I'm gonna get Spider Man two. That's gonna be the game. I'll get Mario uh, Super Mario Wonder later on. As I now have a four year old who's starting to get into video games. And has a real big affinity for Mario. He was what he wanted to watch a trailer today for. You'll find this funny. Uh, Super Mario 3D Land. 
and was like, I want to get that one. And I'm like, Daddy had that game, but he's traded it in now. <laughs> And that's all I said. I was like, in my head, I'm just like, I can't go back. He's like, but I really want to play this. And like the Bowser's, and I'm like. Oh, wait, do you mean 3D World? 3D World, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like. You know that, you know that, um, that Pengu meme? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I imagined was your face when you mentioned 3D World. Yeah. (laughs) And then just like the. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I didn't. Not not a a fan. Um, That game. That game is it's it's left its mark on me. I feel like I am scarred. It's done some sort of psychological damage. There's been some, some damage has been done to me <laughs> from playing 3D World <laughs> with you three chuckle faces. Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> chuckle heads, hundred um, percent. Um, definitely some mental damage taken. So yeah, he's like he's he's keen to play a new Mario game. I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to get. What a shame. Nintendo's just like, like, yep, looks yeah. like the Mario Brothers movie is doing exactly what we wanted it to do. Oh, I bought that last week too. <laughs> I own that on Blu-ray now, so... Nintendo's just like, yep, yeah, we're feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Um, We've got, we got two Mario games coming out. we got one in October and one in November, so we're good. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, things are heating up. Yes, we're heading into the end of the year crunch. Yeah. Yeah, but before we get there, I think we're going to go stop on into the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is our whatever we want to do segment of the show, where it's not quite a dope or nope, or it doesn't quite fit into a quest log. So just some headlines, some fun things that have popped up over the week. Um, that we wanted to talk about, and we brought them here. We've got a few things this week. Actually, I do want to jump in. Uh, we, 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 I, I had in my rundown originally to bring up, and then I forgot about it, and we mentioned it before. Yep. We might as well talk about how PAX Australia kicked in the gear this mm-hmm. week with them yeah. announcing that Nintendo, Bethesda, and Devolver mm-hmm. will all be on hand. Yes. And Nintendo will have uh, Splatoon 3 and Mario Kart 8 what? Ultimate or whatever. Yeah. Deluxe, whatever it's... Whatever it, Okay, deluxe, yeah, sure. They will have like tournaments for that running that will culminate in a PAX Arena like final. So yeah, it feels like PAX is starting to heat up now. So mm-hmm. that's why I think that's part of the reason why we were like, oh yeah, should we, we should probably book some accommodation? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been dragging my feet on it for a while. So I was like, let's do it. I'm, I'm like sending you, feverishly sending you uh, places on Discord, <laughs> just being like, hey, what about this? And again, full, 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 full like. To be honest with you, Joel, every time because you were sitting me them in the evening, and I was usually in bed being like, "What's happening?" Uh, I, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I click on the link and be like, "That sure looks like a place I, I can have sleep." A hotel, yeah, sounds good. Cool. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just going now. It's going to take us like 25 minutes to catch a tram from there to the convention center. So door to door, it's going to be about half an hour. This one over here is a little bit more, but it's going to be less time in travel. And like, you're just like, "Yeah, fucking great, <laughs> just do it." Book it. I don't care. Book it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck anymore. Then you would try them and they wouldn't respond. So like, yeah, yeah. Was it? yeah. We, but we have one now, so that's yeah, good. But um, yeah, packs getting close. We're yep. under Jesus, under two months now. Devolver being there, that means I can continue my trend of buying their t-shirts. Nintendo so. being there, maybe I will get to play Silk Song this year <laughs> <laughs> for a very brief moment, and then you're out. Like, get, get out. Get out. Of yeah. Not allowed. Um, I mean, that's probably as good as any uh, a segue in just leading into one of our first stories we're going to talk about. I don't know if you had him in any particular order. No, absolutely not. So, uh, speaking of Devolver Digital, uh, this week they had a new presentation. They had a Devolver 
delayed. Devolver, Devolver delayed showcase. <laughs> showcase, yeah. Um, continuing their trend as well of um putting a, like taking the piss out of basically Nintendo Directs. Yeah, because it, it was the a, same it was a, literally style. A direct. <laughs> they've done this before, but they've done a Devolver Direct as well. And but yeah, they did one this week that they announced like a few days before. It's been like, hey, we've got something coming this week. It's a Devolver delayed showcase. And what I like about it is, I was like, yep, yeah, we're we're going to announce that we're going to delay some games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And they just, like, sugarcoated it as much as they could. And I was just like, good for you. So um, the games that are in question that are being delayed until 2024 um, are The Plucky Squire, Pepper Grinder, Stick It to the Stick Man, um, Angerfoot, and Skate Story. Now, i got to say, four out of these five games are on my, like, wish list anyway. And then after seeing Stick It to the Stick Man in action, probably going to put that in there as well because it looks great. Plucky Squire hurt. Yeah, I felt I felt that one. Like, yeah. take your time, but that one hurt. Yeah, I'm very excited for the Plucky Squire. Um, I've played the demo for Angerfoot, so that game fucking slaps. Uh, and Skate Story fascinates me. I, every time I see it, it just like mesmerizes me. Um, uh, and Peppergrown is one that got announced recently. I'm not surprised it's been delayed. Honestly, if I'm being like completely honest about it, um, it, it looks great too. It's, like really cool, like. Uh, you've got like, this drill that you use to like dig through the ground and use it for your locomotion through levels and things like that. Um, it's this cool like platformer game uh, with a cool art style as well. So I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, it, uh, any of these, like, I mean, we've talked about the Plucky Squire before. I've mentioned Anglefoot. Um, anything else of those ones that have been um, delayed stick out to you? I mean, I feel like I when I, this is like my second time seeing Pepper Grinder and mm. it looks cool. But yeah, Plucky Squire is the one that I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, again. Yeah, like take take all the time you need. Yeah, but also, ah, oh, it hurt. <laughs> Sticking to the stick, man, makes me excited because it just reminds me of playing and watching those like flash animations back in high school that were on like Shockwave Media Player or whatever bullshit of like stick death and stuff like that. You're not, you're not wrong. Like and and it just it it has this weird nostalgia to it that I'm like, oh, I could I could go some of that right now. I'll tell you what, one thing I. Again, we've got the list of games here because they had the games that they delayed and they had a bunch of games that were still coming out this year. Mm-hmm. I fully expected Gunbrella to be delayed. So did I. Because I feel like that's sort of just been, again, again, no pressure. Like, take as long as you need. That game's just sort of been existing with no, like, it's like, yeah, it's coming this year. I'm like, it is it? It's like, you know. It's funny because of, like a couple of days before they announced this Devolver delayed showcase, they tweeted about Gunbrella just being like, so, and and end of the tweet was like, well, you'll be able to find out very, very soon. And I was like, oh. and then I saw that, like, Devolver have announced a showcase. And I was like, oh, man, we're getting a shadow drop for Gumbrella. And then there was like, it's a delay showcase. I'm like, oh, it's going to get delayed. Maybe that was their joke. But no, it's still coming this year, apparently. Who knows? Maybe Nintendo's got an indie world planned for Gamescom time. That would check out, actually. Yeah, that would be good. And then have it, like playable on the floor and then Nintendo is at Gamescom so that's super unlike Nintendo so that would be a good Gamescom drop too yeah like why not that's a a good pull that's a good pull um the Telus Principle 2 is also coming out this year still um that one I'm not surprised about because that was only recently announced so that's coming out this year uh and Karmazoo another one that got announced recently that showed off um looks pretty finished looks pretty fun Speaking of like multiplayer co-op games, yeah. um, it looks really interesting. Like being a, a, a like different to be able to choose different, swap between different like characters, I guess, or like things in the world, and use 
their unique ability, uh, um, abilities. Kind of reminds me of um, Nobody Saves the World, in a way. Yeah. But you're, like, co-oping it as well, and it's like a platformer. Um, it's interesting. I'm curious to see how that goes. Uh, the Cosmic Wheel of the... The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. Um, is that out now? Or... I think it is. I, like I, saw some, I saw some Twitch streamers playing it. So... Yeah, I think it came out... It did it just come out, or it came out a few days ago. Um, it looks really cool, too. It's like a tarot card based like narrative adventure yeah it's interesting um yeah very very cool uh and wizard with a gun uh which is like a crafting like survival building game still looks pretty cool uh but not don't uh, forget don't forget the um mcpixel 3 dlc but uh, it just is available yeah they were just like yeah it's there and then also like a flash of the bro force forever update yeah. that came out the same day as well um they're just like, ah, we're not worried about that right now. We'll move on. Um, but yeah, Devolver Digital, as always, just just leaning into the way, just the way they announce these delays. I was just like, that's hilarious. Yeah, this is so funny. I yeah. can't. Again, I never, I never like get annoyed if an indie studio is like, oh, we need more time. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. why not? What, Do your thing. I mean, any any developers like, yeah, we need more time. I'm like, yeah, sure, games are a miracle, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. specifically indies, but. So why not make it funny? <laughs> yeah, and, and it definitely plays into, like, I can totally understand why, like, if, if, if you're out there and you're like, I don't kind of vibe with Devolver Digital shtick, um, but I, it is just so far up my fucking alley, um, which is why I buy a shirt from them every like, year at PAX. The thing with Devolver is the more that you watch the main, like, the main guys do their things, the more you come to appreciate Devolver. Yes, Joel is I'm actually wearing one right he's now. Wearing I didn't a Devolver shirt right now. It's my one from last year. Um, but yeah, the more the more you watch like EA presentations and Ubisoft presentations and all that sort of stuff, you really come to appreciate um, Devolver's way. Especially if you if you watch like the old style of presentations, yeah. you really will appreciate how Devolver's do do stuff. But yeah, no, this was just a hilarious. It was like three minutes long, mm-hmm. so it was short, funny, just delays. Games are still coming this year. Like it was, it did what it said in the box, and I just had a. It was just a blast to watch. I was still kind of like, there was still a part of me that was like, oh, imagine if they dropped Shadow dropped Gun Brother at the end of it. Though. It would have been hilarious because it would have been fucking gold. Just been like, ah, it's out now, and just moved on. That's why I think what the joke was though for McPixel and the exactly. Broforce stuff, yeah, which it was. I feel like Gun Brother's like, probably was a like, bit too big of a deal to do that too. Like the dialogue over it was just like, what's that? Or, like. It's like, nah, nothing to worry about. No, no, nothing to worry about. It's like, oh, we're not talking about that today. Yeah, it's like, like, we're just moving just, on. Just out. Um. So, yeah. I mean, hats off to Devolver again, as always. I'll always be there. I'll always be there for you, Devolver. Um, but we also had... Uh, where are we going to go next? Where can we go next? you got options, John. We do have options. Red Dead Redemption. Look. Red Dead Redemption. A, a, a remaster. Is it a remaster? I was going to say, like, quote unquote, remaster of Red Dead Redemption. The it's, original. I think, re-release. Re-release, <laughs> yeah, is probably a more applicable term. Um, is coming uh, to PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, PS4 and Switch. Yep. Like, I. <laughs> yep. What is this? I. Like, Joel, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, Rockstar. It's so. I, it's Remember, so weird. I understand that Rockstar, and we accept that Rockstar just do what they want to do. And they do, they just like, yep, 
we're just going to do things how we do. And usually it's just like them just being like, cool, trailer for GTA 5 is out now. And people just being like, what? Like, yeah. losing their mind. But lately they've been doing shit like this where it's just like, we're just going to put it out on yeah, the PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Um, like the reason it's on Xbox is because of backwards compatibility. Exactly. But that's, like, it's just, which leans into, it's like, it is a re-release, not a remaster. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you watch this trailer and you're like, oh yeah, that's what Red Dead Redemption looked like. And I think I said when we were watching the trailer before, I was like, look, I, the game holds up, but also, I don't know, Kyron, would you pay, what was the list price that we fought, saw for it before? It was... It's, so it's full, it, it's like forty nine ninety nine in America. So it's yeah. like, it's like a full price game. So it's, it's like probably going to be bucks, like, yeah. like 70, 80 dollars. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I love Red Dead Redemption. Like I fucking love that game. Like it, it is worth mentioning, but it is Red Dead and Undead Nightmare, but multiplayer not included. Yeah, which yeah. makes sense because they want you to play Red Dead Two online. Yeah, exactly. Which is already a thing they don't really support. Yeah, and I think they've actually started to like wind down support for anyway because they realized they couldn't sell you cars and stuff. So yeah. it's like, oh well, why should we care about Red Dead Two online? Yeah, horses. Even though. Even though it looks like the RP servers are the best. Oh, yeah. Of course they would be. I mean, they are with GTA Online as well, but like... Give it... I don't know. Like, I feel like the RP in Red Dead would be more engrossing. Yeah. Versus, like, the GTA ones. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you want to go back and hang out with James Marsden again... Jim Marsden? James Marsden. Is this John? John Marsden. Is it J- James Marsden? James Marsden's the actor. <laughs> He's an actor. Jim Marsden is no one. I made him up. <laughs> John Marsden. You can tell how much I love that game. No, I really do. I, it's an amazing I game. I fucking love that game. But I just... Coming back from I guess Mexico it, and... Uh, I just wish... It just deserves more. Yeah. It does. It does. It, it does. A little polish up around the edges and maybe release it on the current consoles. Well, that's... Nintendo again, again, that's, that's the thing, right? I guarantee... So... Red, I feel like Red Dead. Maybe, I think it was Red Dead Redemption Two, but Red Dead on Switch in some form has been one of the one of the oldest rumors I remember from yeah. the Switch's lifespan. Yeah. So I guess to see it finally happen in some form is like, oh, there you go. Yeah. They weren't full of shit. Yeah. That's probably also why it looks like that because hey man, it's got to run Switch. Yep. So that's why it's a PS4 version, and then obviously the PS5 can run the PS4 version anyway. So it's, with all, the, all their bases are covered. With all the rumors that we've got going on, it's like, couldn't they have just held on to this for a little bit until that fucking new Switch came out? Like. That's for Red Just Dead 2. Put it in the... Yeah, yeah you fucking... They, they'll do that. They'll do that. Launch title from Rockstar Games will be Red Dead 2 on this new Switch. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway. Maybe a next-gen version of Red Dead 2 along with it. Yeah. Uh, um, Undead it, Nightmare, though. Shout out to Undead Nightmare. Yeah. Fucking love that game. And it, I guess the cool cool thing is, like, the quick turnaround is coming out. Was announced like the other day. It's coming out August seventeenth mm-hmm. digitally, yeah. with a physical version coming in October thirteenth. They haven't announced haven't announced a price for that version yet, mm. but I imagine it will be more expensive because there is a disc or a cart, so yes. that's going to cost a bit more. Yeah, uh, this is an announcement I really wanted to be excited for because I fucking love Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. A bit, I just I don't know, and it's funny because I have seen some people. Calling out how, like, this is sort of a Nintendo way of doing things. And it definitely was in the past. Yeah. Like, I, I would say up until, like, Tropical Freeze yeah. on Switch. And even that got Funky Kong. But, I mean, after 3D World with Bowser's Fury and this year we had Metroid Prime remastered. Actually remastered and for a good price point. The difference is, too, like, those are those games have a very distinct style to them as well. 
that Nintendo are very good at making the most out of whatever hardware is available to them at that time that they they are using. Yeah, whereas but they, they used to like not put in an effort though. Yeah, like, that's true. One yeah. of, like one of the things You're Nintendo right. was infamous for, like, and they kind of they did it a couple of times with uh, with bringing a Wii U game to Switch. But it's like, hey, it's a Wii U game on Switch. Money, yep. money, please. Come on, yeah, money, money please. please. Yep. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. I feel like the last couple of times they have put in some effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not to defend them entirely. They obviously have been guilty of just doing a quick slap job and being like, "Cool, that'll be that'll be seventy bucks." Yeah, it's like, wow, okay. But I mean, I'm still shocked by how much I paid for Primary Mastered. So I've turned a corner. I hope they've turned a corner. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very true. Um, yeah, I mean, let us know out there if you're planning to to play. I would love to play this game again, but I don't I have to. I, I am poor both financially and time. So like it's yeah, I just don't think it's gonna But the good thing about a Rockstar game is honestly you can just jump in the world and vibe. That's very true. That's but again, but you true. also have Red Dead 2. I have Red Dead 2 and also there are specific moments in Red Dead Redemption that I want to do again. Like Yeah, yeah like coming like-, like going to Mexico, like that final like going up into the mountains Anyway, I don't want to but get again, like, just in case anyone hasn't played it. But, but Red know. Dead 2 is right there. Yeah, it's true. And Arthur Morgan. Yeah. And I do like eventually, Morgan, you know, John Marston, yeah, you know, if you haven't played it yet, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a good game. It's a very good it's game. It's a damn good game. It's a very good game. <laughs> um, Karen, do you want to take us for a spin through Evo 2023? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I didn't get a chance to catch much Evo. I'm working on it because uh, as, as I said it was a one day weekend so yeah. I missed day one and I missed finals day so it's just like what's the point <laughs> fin- finals day is the day you really want to tune in for anyway yeah. it's the most easiest it's the easiest to digest because the rest of it you're tracking like the top 64 top 32 or whatever when mm. you get to finals it's like hey top six you're like I can remember six people across five games that's easy yeah uh, and, and also like just uh, the clips I've seen on like that's circulating around on social media. It's like it was a street it, fighter six round where a, a blind person yeah, won a set, which is pretty rad. It was popping off, and also too, it's probably as good as pointed as any dimension. Like apparently that um, the the fighting was so hot that it PS fives got uh, melted USB ports. Amazing. Um, for <laughs> running Fucking, for too long. I love Evo. Yeah, but the Street Fighter six finals worth watching just for the um, just for when for when the guy wins, but. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to try to catch up on a lot of it, but um, we're just going to run through the announcements really quickly, because yep. obviously it is Evo, so with Evo comes fighting game announcements. Uh, we'll go from the bottom up, because the top of this list is the one that I think is like biggest deal. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I actually didn't watch the trailer for this one, but uh, a new un- Undernight in Birth 2 Sis Celes was announced. Cool. Yeah, it's coming next year. Yep. I've never, never played the Undernight games, but it's Arxis. Yeah. Well, you know, Arxis keeping busy. <laughs> so it'll, it'll fucking look good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it will. I think it's not It's not like full 3D. I don't fit I mean, You know, I've got the trailer here. I'm just going to quickly look to make sure I don't talk out of my ass. Oh, it's Arxis Works and the developers of Melty Blood. Oh, that makes sense. Melty go. Blood did recently have a comeback as well. Yeah. I think it's in the plus. The new Melty Blood is in the plus library this month. Is it? Oh, yeah. Interesting. So um, it looks a lot like that. So if you play Melty Blood, you know what to expect. Also, yep. this is, yeah, it's the second, I don't know if it's the second Undernight. I've definitely seen it before. This, yep. There's another one coming. It's yep. coming next year. It's not really my wheelhouse. <laughs> Melty Blood, also my favorite title. It's such a anything. good name. It's I re- fucking Melty Blood. Uh, it's so good. 
Love I it. remember when I used to play, when I, it was a couple of times I went to like competitive melee tournaments in Melbourne. There was like a person in that community who was really into Melty Blood. Yeah. And that was when I remember first hearing that game's name. I was like, that's that's made up. That's, right? that's a fake that game. That can't be real. That's not. It's real. That, yeah. I, I, had know, a, I know that now. I had the same thought. I was like, this is like a parody thing, yeah, right? come on. Like, yeah. No, real thing. Uh, next it. up, uh, we had, we got to look at a new a new champion from Project L, which is Riot's first fighting game based mm. on the League of Legends franchise. Um, so it's his name is Yasuo. He looks sick. Yeah, um, this game looks really. Project good. L is a game I'm very curious about. They yeah. clearly they know who they're aiming for. They're talking all the right people. Probably, I see. That. I feel like every time there's a new character or like a new look at the game. All the the figureheads from the FGC who I know of, like for Maximilian Dude is the one I follow, are the people in the know, mm-hmm. and, that, and that that's good. That's what you want for this sort of stuff. Um, but he just looks very cool, and I'm kind of, I, I'm just keeping an eye on Project L. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Killer Instinct is sort of getting an update. It's getting has to modernize it. It's a balance update with improved matchmaking and 4K support for Series X and S. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. It's good to see Killer Instinct getting getting a. I did see quite a few people popping off about this too. Yeah, like, and again, this is another one of those things where um, clearly Maximilian Dude has known about this for a while. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's just been like, he's been when he's been on podcasts and stuff, they've mentioned it to him. It's just like the look on his face is like he's clearly got a secret, and this was a secret. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool to see Killer Instinct coming back. I never really played the most like the Xbox revival one, um, but I heard it was good. Yeah, I heard it was really good as well. So you know, hopefully get a little bit of a, a, a second line. There was a... Tra- I didn't even know there was a trailer for Nickelodeon oh. All-Star Brawl 2 adding Plankton. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. I'm just going to... Yeah, yep. again. Really move on. I, I don't mean any disrespect. No. But I have Smash Brothers. Yeah. And I know that game's old, fair call, but also it's still very good. But I also care about those characters more, so... And it has Ridley. It has Ridley. Yeah, yeah it's true. I finally got Ridley. Yep. Uh, Guilty Gear is getting a new character, Johnny, as well as an, a, um, a bunch of, um, like, so season three will include some updates to the actual combat with new moves and stuff, which will be interesting. And yeah, Johnny kicks off the season, I think in like two weeks or something. Uh, and again, it's a bit of a theme with um, Yasuno, just like a cool guy with a sweet, like, katana, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And also a gun. He's and a gun, like, yeah. And yeah, he's a gambler. He's like a, he's like a gambler. He's like a cowboy, but with a samurai sword. He and, just, like, and he's, that's... of course, only wearing a coat. Of course. And pants. Yeah. Completely yeah. just shirtless, so you can see how buff he is. No nipples either. No, no, no nipples. No nipples here. <laughs> no nipples here. Look elsewhere for your nipples. Yeah, we're not getting Twitch banned here. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, just looks so cool. Like, Arc system works. Stop it. Yeah. It's not fair for you to make anime fighting games that look this good. And and they it's so funny that they do it and you see it in action, you're like, that's definitely an Arxis game. But they all look still wildly different as well. They still have their own personality and yeah. them. And, but, but they you, all look cool. But they all look all amazing. But you're just like, that's a fucking Arxis yeah. game. <laughs> it's like nine times out of ten. Yeah, it's an Arxis yeah, game. If you, even if you if you miss like the intro splash screen for the logo, uh-huh. you can look and be like, Oh, that's Arc System works. Yep. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, that, Johnny looks pretty cool. The fucking music in that game is so yeah, hard. So, it goes so hard. So good. Oh, God. Um, they, SNK announced Fatal Fury City of the Wolves. Uh, it's in development, but we don't know much about it. So it's coming. Um, I've never really played Fatal Fury, but no. I saw a few people popping off about it. So good for them. Yeah. I have no idea about Fatal Fury. I know the name. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tekken 8 got a couple of new fighters announced. Uh, we watched the, we watched the trailers before the, um, 
the episode. Uh, yeah. Azucena. Azucena Milagros Ortez Castillo, aka the Peruvian Coffee Queen. I don't play Tekken <laughs> 8, but that's who I would play as. <laughs> yeah, 100%. She, she looks pretty great in this, uh, in her trailer as well. But man, Tekken just doesn't vibe yeah, with me. I mean, I spoke, I was talking to you about it. It's just, it's a weird hang up, but like, Knowing that I have to keep an eye on the 2D plane and the 3D plane, mm. so I think I think Tekken still does it, doesn't it? Where you can sort of sidestep. It seemed a, like it was doing that, yeah. My brain is simple. Just let me be on a 2D plane with my who I'm fighting, please. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's too much. It's just never vibe with me. I'm like, I like, I'm good good for the people that are the, into it. I say the yeah. good news is like all these big fighting game franchises are kind of back and firing on all cylinders. So like, there's yeah. something for everyone, which is really cool. Yeah, the fact that we've got. A new Street Fighter game, a new Mortal Kombat game, and a new Tekken game in the one fucking year is yeah. wild. Like, and, and Guilty Gear still popping along. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's it's insane. A little bit of something for everyone, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter Six had a couple of announcements. They announced a crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, where you can go in and get costumes of the TMNT characters, which is neat, but you can buy them all individually, and apparently they're pretty expensive. Yeah, I, I think, think US is about $15 per costume, which when you get all four, certainly adds up to about the price of the game. Yep, so exactly. what is funny from this is people are homebrewing their own TMNT outfits using the incredibly wacky character builder. That's so fucking good. And it's so funny. It's so good. The one picture we actually scrolled past on Twitter had someone who had made their, their like homebrew TMNT character and it was just their, their name was wish.com turtle. Oh, just so and that's good. funny. That's just, that's quality content. That like nailed it. hundred percent nailed it. No notes. No, yeah. Yeah, just like yeah, ten out of ten right there. <laughs> so good. Um which is a shame because like it's the, the collaboration seemed really cool. Like they had a I think they had a band of Evo playing like the um the, the theme, like the TMNT oh, theme. Fuck yeah. One thing I will say that again, I haven't had a chance to listen to much of it, but the Evo soundtrack is good. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sad about this. The yeah. fact that it's so expensive. But yeah, yeah. cool. They had some more outfits announced for Jury, Marissa, Guile, and DJ. Uh, but the big announcement was, of course, a new character is coming in the in autumn. Probably not localized for us. No, of course not. No, <laughs> so no. fall for us. Yeah. No, spring. Sp- Oh, you know, yeah, spring. Spring for us. Yeah, autumn for America. Yeah. Just Can we just go Q1, Q2, Q3, yep. Q4? Yeah, please. Just do it. Please. For fuck's sake. Season I'm sick of, I'm sick of this fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, we're going to have two seasons anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's just stop. Let's just drop seasons. Yep. So we're heading towards it being summer or winter. And that's yep. it. That's all we have. That's all we need. Anyway, I guess it's AKI. AK, AK, it is sort of like, yeah. Like, they, a, yeah. Like, it's punctuated here. Yeah. So, uh. Aki or AKI, however you want to say it, is coming to Street Fighter later this year. Um, so it's very mysterious. From the trailer, just a bit, bit, bit of a wild card. Yeah. Like I was just, the poison people. <laughs> well, yeah. I was trying to see if there was any more information about the character in this blur. But no. Yeah. Likes to poison. Very weird. As far as, like, out there, insane... Potentially evil characters probably gives Jury a run for her money. Mm. Like Jury, Jury was already pretty unhinged from what we've seen in Street Fighter Six and the previous games. But uh, Aki looking to push that a little bit further. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird shit in this trailer. Um, very unique looking design, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's why when I played Street Fighter Six, all the characters look great, which is 
awesome. I'd be curious as a character who deals a lot in poison by the looks of things. I wonder if that's going to have any like, like status effects and things like that. I don't know. That could, I'm that very could curious. A, a thing that you have to deal with, but yeah, interesting. I guess we'll see. We'll yep. see in the future. But um, cool announcement. But like honestly, like the winner of like coolest trailer from Evo was definitely Mortal Kombat One. I mean, every time I put out a trailer lately, it's just like, that's fucking sucks. I mean, I, like, I missed the most... No, not the recent one. There was one before the recent one, but yeah, I missed. About, they put out a lot of trailers for this game. They have, yeah. And, and it's good they've sort of been drip-feeding the rest of the roster that they hadn't showed off yet. It's looking like cool. it's going to have one of the best rosters in a Mortal Kombat game for a while. I think so, yeah. But um, yeah, MK1, new trailer, which uh, confirmed that Reptile will be returning in, in human form as well as like reptilian form. Uh, and the 3D era fighters Havoc, Havoc and Asra will be coming back as well. Which um, Havoc looks fucking amazing. Just Havoc. the way he like rips himself to pieces to fight you. So fucking good. Beach off his own arms, contorts his body, like all sorts of weird shit. He yeah. seems incredibly cool. He does like the... It's funny that in a trailer for Reptile, he does the Reptile thing where he like grabs their character by the face and like vomits down there, f- like into their mouth. Like I remember that being a very Reptile like it was it back was, in the day. It was his thing. That it was, was his, his jam. Thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, Reptile looking pretty sick in this trailer as well. Um, sort of, uh, I think you mentioned when we were, we were watching the trailer before, it's cool to see that he's back in human form and, and has like, I like the shape-shifting thing Yeah, the way well. he can sort of go between two forms is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he just, again, I don't really generally... It's not my style of fighting game, but like MK1 is looking very good. Yeah. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to, it'd be interesting to see what the, the conversation is like, you know, Mortal Kombat versus Tekken versus Street Fighter again at the end of this year when people. Well, because Tekken's not, I don't think Tekken's coming out this year, but. Isn't it? I thought it was. No, I don't think it's got a date yet. Because I keep looking for yeah for fantasy critic. Oh, <laughs> Everyone else has a fighting game. Yeah, very true. Yeah, which at this point I'm, I'm, it's not in this list, but I might have to fucking take Grand Blue versus Rising. I mean, yeah, yeah that'll work. Which was I'm um, not sure it was an, I don't think it was already announced, but there was a trailer at Evo. It was cool. Okay, maybe I, yeah, maybe I'm getting more wise. Because I think I got, remember there was a, like a, there was a date trailer, but it was a date for the announcement. Maybe that's or maybe it could have been a date for the the CNT as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I remember seeing, like, the, like, the, you know, it, Tekken's coming or whatever. Yeah. Know, save the date sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, Tekken is likely next year. So, but, like, we're looking at Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat for, like, fighting game of a year later this year. Which is, like, so... Ah, it's so good. Feels like we're going back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very, very cool stuff. Um, but... Evo always a fun time. It is. I fuck, I'm so, I'm I I, I'm honestly year. I'm gutted that I missed it this year. I say it every year. I'm just like next year I'm gonna watch it, and then I don't. Finals day is, but even if you just watch some of the, like the tops, the finals, like the grand final for each game, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah. Um, so fucking hype. Yeah. The way that that arena just pops off with these fighters is amazing. It's so good. Um, but we're gonna finish on uh. On a somber note here, but like you know, uh, with, with a tinge of like silver linings and things as well. Um, obviously, uh, a couple of months ago now, Lance Reddick passed away, um, notably from many, 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 many different things: video games, yeah, TV shows. What, what's great about Lance is yeah, you could probably talk to everyone, mm-hmm. and they would have their own thing they'd recognise him from, which yeah. is 
Yeah. I Oof. mean, the two that stick out in my mind are, are, are for me, are John Wick and Destiny. Yeah, Destiny, Destiny so, and um, probably Fringe for me. Right, yeah. So, and, and there's, there's so many yeah. different touchstones for people, but um, obviously... Uh, d- d- on this podcast, especially, like most talked about as uh, Zavala, Commander Zavala from Destiny, um, and I, I guess there were there wasn't conversations about whether like, what was going to happen going forward, but I feel like everyone in the back of their mind was like, "What's going to happen with the character?" And yeah, I mean, Zavala is obviously a central pillar to Destiny's storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with the reason, the, the two seasons we've had this year, which were the last, obviously the last two Lance Reddick seasons, any of the, any of the Zavala stuff that had been in it had been very interesting. And it, it, like this season alone, I was like, okay, you're definitely not done with Zavala. Cause like where his character is left off is there's definitely room for more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, at that point I was like, oh, what are they going to do? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not easy. Um, they did announce what they're doing today in uh in this week's um this week in destiny yes uh and they confirmed that keith david will be taking over the role of zavala for the final shape and beyond mm. and they, they also confirmed they will be leaving lance's original lines untouched in the game which is nice fuck yeah that's great um i love keith david so yeah and the way he's responded to it has been super respectful so i think this is a very good decision absolutely and also i feel like it makes a lot of sense like yeah they have a very similar like sounding voice as well like, yeah like it'll definitely be different i can imagine yeah because lance's i don't know what it, lance's voice was just so good but yeah. i keith david's an incredible form, performer obviously he was also arbiter in halo mm. so he's got a history with bungie um but also just like lance fucking loved destiny he definitely yeah. wouldn't have wanted zavala's character to just be written out like, no yeah so i don't know i think this is a a, a great decision Obviously, it's going to be weird. It's going to be different, but I want more Zavala. So, yeah, I think I think it's a tough call, but that they had that they've made the right call. Absolutely, um, yeah, I love Keith David. <laughs> yeah, Keith David's great. Like, oh god, he plays himself in fucking Saints Row. Like, I know. It's, it's so, just it's so funny. Brilliant. He's amazing in um in Community. Like, yep. he's just he's just a good dude. I have I have oh, man. Some days I just like. Some days I wake up and I'll just see something about like Saints Row Three, and I'm like, <laughs> "Man, I could go play that game again." Is it? Is it in the Plus Library? Maybe it, it's, it, that's it when I saw it the other day. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, I could go. I could go play that game again. It's a lot of fun." Um, so what's particularly great about this though is like Keith David did put out a video today on his Twitter account mm-hmm. um, where he talked about it, and it's just the community has immediately embraced him, which is is great. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's just good to know the direction we're going. Just happy to have Keith David on board. Yep. Yeah. Um. Very, very like good news out of a uh, some pretty shitty circumstances. Yeah. Like but... not easy. Like because there was discussions like how do they do it? Do they write him out? Mm. Do they do the gross thing and do AI? I don't mm. know. And obviously, do they recast? And um, yeah, recasting as Keith David is a good call. I think. Yeah. I think. I think Keith David's gonna fucking crush yeah. it. So yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Good stuff all around. But speaking of good stuff all around, I think that's it. Uh, an episode, current. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have nothing else I can I can really bring to talk about. So yes, that is an episode. Fantastic. I'm going to take us home, uh, baby. All right, then. Well, as always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate you lending your ears so we can just, I guess, yell in them for like an hour <laughs> and a bit. Yeah. 
it, I'm sure it's taxing sometimes, but we do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support us, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, any sort of review or thumbs up or share, you can leave for us. It definitely helps. As for our um, social media, you can find us in two places. I'm just going to plug them both because I'm not really sure where we're going to live mostly. Yeah. So you'll either find us tweeting from at story mode AUS or we've fucking pulled out the uh, defib and just yeah. zapped the at dialogue options Twitter account back to life as well. Yep. So you can find us there as well if you want to. And yes, I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm yeah. not fucking calling it X. Yeah, no. Fuck I, off. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I, I thought about that this week when I was recording another podcast. Like, and I was like, it. yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, screw yeah, it. Fuck it, it's Twitter. It's still Twitter.com, so. Yep, it's not X.com. No. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting that one, Musk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so go go chuck us a follow on those accounts. We do appreciate it. Chuck us a review on any podcast platform. We love it. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most recently my tweets have been about stuff in the episode. Hmm. <laughs> Straight Gods, Keith David. Uh, I retweeted your thing, which I'll let you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own. Stray Gods, Volders uh, Gate. <laughs> yep. Uh, I did I did tweet out, because obviously um, Oz Speedruns put up their schedule for PAX Australia. Mm-hmm. Fucking pumped to see that Cass will be there speedrunning control. Oh yes. So I'll be showing up for that. I also retweeted a video um, that ended up in my, in my feed thanks to our friend Brod, which is just, it's just someone giving all the Matildas players like Tim Tams. Fuck yeah. And just like the genuine excitement. It's just like, yeah, I feel that. If someone walked up and offered me a Tim Tam, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Tim Tam. Especially because they're, like, they're overseas and like, you know. Are they overseas? Is it? Or is it in Australia? This year? Oh, it is in Australia, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm pretty but sure. Just like, yeah. yeah, just being like, fuck yeah, let's give me a Tim Tam. Yeah, fucking, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll smash a Tim Tam. Fucking get into it. <laughs> And I tell you, who if anyone deserves a fucking Tim Tam, it's the Tillies. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't. A, I don't follow sport at all. I don't either. But, but like, it's so good to see them succeeding. Like there was a game on, like a replay, obviously, when I was on break the other day at work, and it was just cool to see, like, just on in our break room. I'm like, yep. that's neat. I mean, like, you know, it could go the whole way. I fucking hope so. Fingers so, crossed. I mean, yeah. fingers crossed. We'll see. Also, actually, you know what? I did. I didn't mention it last week <laughs> because I was so tired. But it was also recently the 37th anniversary of Metroid. Whew, I nearly It nearly didn't make it into the episode, Joel. I'm glad I scrolled down a little bit further. Yep. 37 years of the best Nintendo IP, don't at me. Holy shit, we got there. We got there. Where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolie Mac, where, yeah, as you mentioned, Karen, I, I retweeted, Um, I was on an episode, another episode, uh, an episode of another podcast this week. There you go. Uh, with our good friend, Jesse. Uh, he has, speaking of bringing the defibrillator back, he's revived his show Love Letters, um, which is where he interviews someone about a video game, and he's extended it now to movies and potentially TV shows. Um, as uh, you know, what stands out to them, like as a, as a, a game or something like that, that has meant a lot to them and maybe shaped them in their life. Um, so, if you want to go and hear me talk about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two for a bit, and then talk about mostly music for about 45 minutes with Jesse. Um, it's a pretty fun time. I had a great time recording it. Um, and yeah, it's really, really good. So go and check that out over on Love Letters Pod. Um, but that's about it for me. Also follow them on, on social media. Yes, please do. And also review them on 
your podcast networks. If you're lucky enough to be on Blue Sky, you can go oh, follow yeah, I Blue saw Sky that, yeah, as well. It, uh, must be nice. It's fine. Must be nice, Jesse. I guess we'll have to hope for our Blue Sky invite from yeah. the Love Letters account. Yeah, can you fucking just hook, hook us up, mate? Hook us up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, I'll let a wonderful outro take us out and we'll catch you all next time. Options podcast.